Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you to the Faces of RX Fit podcast, a show dedicated to sharing the fitness stories of the athletes and coaches of our gym community. Every Monday, we will release a new interview of someone in the gym that has been inspiring us recently. If you enjoy the show, please don't hesitate to leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And finally, if you don't currently work out with us at RxFit, I personally invite you to email me at tyler at rxfit.health, where we can discuss your 2020 health goals. Our fitness prescription will help you go from unhappy and unhealthy to happy and healthy. Without further ado, let's jump into this week's interview. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Faces of RX Fit podcast. I'm sitting here with Allie. Allie, what's your full name? Allie Hoyt. Allie Hoyt. No middle name? Oh, Allie Nicole Hoyt. <laughs> Coach Allie Nicole Hoyt. Um, she's been coaching with us now for about six months, right? Yeah, just about, I would say. Yeah, and she's doing an amazing job. She's cured my wrist problems. Really? So I'll forever be grateful for that. Awesome. Um, okay, Coach Allie, let's start off. Tell us about your fitness journey. What got you into it initially? Um, well, so I'll just kind of tell you more so what got me into CrossFit specifically because um, I grew up a dancer and then, you know, did some weightlifting through high school and I had some background in that. But um, starting off college, I took a really kind of strong hiatus from any kind of activity. I was burnt out. And so um, I wasn't really the best choice, but at that time I felt like it was a good idea. Uh, soon after I noticed like a really strong shift just in my overall health and well-being. So then um, I decided I was like going to try something new. I needed something that would keep me excited. Um, some of my family members had done CrossFit and kind of fallen off the wagon of it and then gotten back to it. And so I said, all right, let's go. I grabbed my mom. I grabbed my dad. We all went to the gym um, and just kind of started a family thing. Cool. And um, yeah, I'm proud to say my mom still does it every day. She is very strict about it. I love it. Um, <laughs> and me dad? as well. Um, he is kind of off and on. Uh, he He's a welder, so he's a labor worker anyways. And so he's pretty active throughout his day. But um, we try to encourage him. He actually is getting back into it as of lately. So that's good. Um, but yeah, it just keeps me interested. It's always different. So I love that about it. Cool. So it it seems like originally you got into it because it was a family activity. Yeah. Yeah. And then I found another family, the CrossFit family. And then, <laughs> you know, you find a new family at each yeah. gym you go to. So, so you're from so. Wyoming, right? Yes. And you've lived here in Utah for? Um, just about the time I've been coaching. So just yeah. about six months. Yeah. And tell our listeners why you're out here. Um, so I'm out here, I'm going to physical therapy school over at Rocky Mountain University of Health Professions. So pursuing that degree. Yeah. And you recently got married? I did. I was married in May of last year. And so, yeah. 
Yeah, it's been really exciting. Uh, our first year of marriage has been kind of different. We haven't spent a lot of time together. Um, but as of lately, we've kind of come across some different circumstances that now allow us to spend more time together. So it's awesome. We're really excited for that. Yeah. Because your husband's in Wyoming still having yes. to finish up school. Or is he done with school now? He's done now. Okay. So he just graduated in December, and then um, he's working now in Mountain View, Wyoming. So it's about two hours from here. So Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it, the background of uh, Allie. Uh, tell us what keeps you motivated today now that your family's in Wyoming and you're still coming and coaching at a CrossFit gym. Um, I think uh, several things. So, um, you know, we mentioned why I'm here uh, in its entirety and that I'm pursuing a physical therapy degree. And, you know, um, I just think it's really important that if I'm going to go out into the world and, you know, preach movement and fitness to a community that I be involved in that as well. Um, also I just, I know what it does for me and I know how much I feel better when I active and moving so um that's motivation enough to keep me coming yeah. in these doors so okay i love it not not uh, wanting to be a hypocritical doctor yeah <laughs> um okay some uh, random questions but we'll allow our listeners to get to know you a little bit better okay, okay. um you're driving on i-15 the major highway here in utah mm -hmm. and you were given ten thousand dollars to make a billboard what would the billboard say and why um, man, um, I think the billboard would say something about fitness in relation to health or movement or activity, um, those kinds of things, just because I'm a huge believer in them. And, um, it's funny, like even things like grocery pickup, uh, kind of drive me crazy. <laughs> they make my head spin. Because it's activities like that that we've done in the past that have allowed people that even don't go to, you know, set time aside to work out and exercise. But like if you're not even required to walk in the store anymore, you're just getting less and less activity. And so. Um, Interesting. I haven't thought of grocery pickup. Yeah. Things that, you know, our society kind of looks at as like conveniences. I'm always kind of a little bit weary about because. Sure. Yeah. So the billboard would say, don't use grocery pickup. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your uh, biggest pet peeve um, outside the gym. Outside the gym? Uh, it just like when people don't pay attention. So if you're in like a public space and um, like, someone doesn't hold the door for you or, or things like that, just kind of courteous things that I think more people need to to have yeah being thoughtful yeah as a coach biggest pet peeve in the gym oh um don't say i don't names. know you guys are all great <laughs> um <laughs> my biggest pet peeve maybe would be um i don't know when athletes kind of get ahead of me i guess in in my coaching but it doesn't happen often so what do you mean by that um, just like if I'm coaching something and they know what the workout has coming up and I haven't yet introduced a movement or gone through it. Oh, I it. see. Yeah. Trying to jump out of the lesson plan. Mm -hmm, yeah. Okay. Um, 
Okay, let's say we're back in Wyoming. What's your favorite restaurant in Wyoming? Um, my favorite restaurant in Wyoming is Sweet Melissa's in Laramie. It's actually like a vegan vegetarian restaurant, um, but they have these tacos on their menu sometimes that have like roasted potatoes and um, black beans and like they're just really good. <laughs> I don't know why. So tacos at Sweet Melissa's? Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you wish you knew now that you live in Utah before you moved to Utah? Um, I wish I knew kind of how similar it would feel to home. I think I was really apprehensive coming out here because um, even in my undergrad, I was living in the same state that I grew up in. And so, of course, there were at least people around that I knew in some form or fashion. Um, so I was most nervous about not having anybody out here that I knew even remotely and then just kind of being in a new space as well. But um, it's, you know, started to feel like home very quickly, which I'm thankful cool. for. So, What is it, the mountains? Um, the cold? <laughs> yeah, it feels just like Wyoming. <laughs> um, no, the mountains are really nice. They're really pretty uh, to look at, so that helps. But um, I think just the community, you know, I think in general, when I interact with people, you know, in Utah, they're nice pleasant. and pleasant people. So Most of them pay attention. Yeah, most of them pay attention, so <laughs> that's good. Um, okay, going back to coaching, what is your favorite movement to coach? Oh, um, my favorite movement to coach, probably um, anything on the barbell, um, like cleans or snatches or – um, any of those kind of more complex movements, just because I think that they, you know, being that they are complex, I think that they have so much room for growth for our athletes. So it's really cool when you can see like, oh, if I make this minor change in them or, you know, ask them to do this and they do it and then, wow, there you go. Cool. So then on the flip side, least favorite movement um, to coach. Least favorite movement, probably. Um, some of the more high skill pull-up movements um, because while I feel like I'm educated about uh, what they are, um, sometimes it's a little bit harder for me to demo those yeah. for athletes. So. Yeah. I agree with you. I think the higher skilled gymnastics are tough to coach from my perspective because they're really discouraging for most athletes. Yeah. And uh, while you can continuously take off weight in a snatch or a clean and, have people get the movement down. It's tough to simulate that a muscle up on a ring or bar muscle up, you know, mm -hmm. you can't really take off body weight. So. No. Yeah. Um, okay. Tell us uh, something you're curious about right now. What do you think about in your free time? Um, <laughs> tough question. Yeah, that is a little bit tough, but um, just being that I think about school most of the time, I guess. Um, uh, I often think about my ability at this point in my education to kind of, you know, treat a patient. Um, I know that I'm not, I'm not expected to be at that point yet, but um, I think it's always interesting, like transitioning my education now to, you know, what 
a therapist would do in their appointment. So like the other day, um, I had a friend who kind of injured herself in one of our labs. Uh, I don't mean to giggle, but um, then she wanted to get it checked out. Just, you know, we wanted to make sure that it wasn't like a labrum tear or something else in her shoulder. Um, And so me and another friend went to the appointment and kind of just listened to our professor talk through his uh, thought process. And so it was really cool because I kind of knew where his head was at. Like I didn't know exactly the tests he was running because we haven't learned them, but I could at least follow his train of thought. So it was, um, you know, some strong encouragement that I'm in the right direction. I'm doing the right things and I'll get there. That's good. So in your free time, you're still thinking about PT. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What movements do you look forward to seeing in a workout? Um, They're kind of the same things uh, that I like to coach, which is probably why I like to coach them. But um, yeah, clean snatches and burpees, anything with a barbell burpees. I love anything that puts me in the pain cave. (laughs) I love to be there. If it's just like a long drawn out workout or you just have to put your nose down and you can't look up for 30 minutes, I'm there. Wow. (laughs) I'm not there, but that's okay. So um, our classic question here on this podcast is you have to choose one and it's going to demonstrate the priority in which you give your sleep, your nutrition, or your exercise. Okay, so you have to choose one of the following to live with for the rest of your life. Option one, you sleep five hours a night, every night for the rest of your life. No naps. Option two, you only eat processed foods for the rest of your life. No whole food. Option three, you don't exercise again. Hmm. Grocery pickup, you're allowed to do that, but you can't come inside a gym or go on a run. Um, I think I would probably get rid of the sleep. So I would sleep five hours a night, even though that would be horrible and I should not (laughs) exercise on five hours um why I just um I think it's just because I I love to move so it's not only the fact that I know it's good for me and you know all the benefits of exercise but I I truly enjoy that time in my day and I don't want to lose it and then the foods, um, just because, uh, you know, after learning so much about nutrition and just like what's good for you and what's not good for you. And then also feeling it in your body, you know, when you cut out certain things, you can like really feel the difference. So, I mean, it's just, it's apparent evidence, but I mean, I could argue that sleep is the same that I, I can tell when I haven't had near enough sleep, but, um, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Let's change subjects a little bit. Uh, let's say you had a book written about you. What's the title of the book? Um, well, if my family wrote the book, this might be kind of funny. They'd probably just title it Allie's Hot Mess. <laughs> Because I think my family has this impression of me that 
I don't have anything together. And I think it stems from like my junior high, high school days where like you couldn't find the floor in my room and, you know, there were, yeah, I was very messy um, in comparison to like my older sister. So um, yeah, at times I think my family still has that impression of me. Allie's hot mess. What would the blurb on the back say? Like the paragraph? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh, it'd probably be something like, I don't know how she does it <laughs> going to like graduate school and, you know, things like that. But somehow she made it happen. She just made it happen. <laughs> okay. And then uh, three people, dead or alive, who would you choose your last three meals with? Actually, no, not last three meals with, but who would you like to have a meal with? You can choose three ind- individuals, dead or alive. Um, I would probably like to have a meal with Christina Aguilera. <laughs> she has a really good voice. Um, is that why or is there more meaning no, behind that? No, it's just that. Like, I just, I can't wrap my head around how she sings like that. And while I have never, like, I don't sing, I've never learned how to sing. I don't know really anything on that side of, I'm not musically inclined in that way. Um, Yeah, it's just really cool, I think. So at this meal, are you asking her to sing or do you like her talking voice as well? Um, I'm probably, like, just trying to get to know her. (laughs) I don't really know, like asking her questions, but I think I also feel like I would want to sit down with people that I'm not super starstruck about because then I feel like I couldn't have a conversation. Yeah, good point. So like I'm, I'm moderately starstruck about her. Okay. So. (laughs) All right. Option, uh, person number two. Um, Maybe uh, Jenna Duan. She's like a dancer. She, um, kind of the same thing. Like, I think she's really cool and stuff, but like, I would just kind of want to get to know. Yeah. On a scale one to 10, you're about six starstruck by her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then probably like for the last person, maybe like Julianne Hugh, because she's like, or huff or however you say it. Cause she's like the same. She's like a dancer. I think she's really cool, but like I would like at least be able to get to know her. Okay. All three females. Yeah. Okay. I like females it. Females rule. Um, all right. Well, Allie, that concludes our fourth episode of the faces of our Fit podcast. What would you like to tell your athletes that you coach or, um, or anyone in the gym for that matter? Yeah, I just want to tell athletes that, you know, if you don't make it in a day or, you know, life gets you, that's totally fine. Just just keep at it, you know. We're, we're family here. We're here for each other. We 100% as coaches, I hope you don't feel that we're here to judge you. We just want you to come in and, and enjoy yourself. That's what we're here to do. So I love it. Okay. Thank you, Allie. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. 
If you have questions you would like asked on this podcast, send them to me through the gym's Instagram account at rxfit.gym. Also, as a final reminder, if you don't currently work out with us at RxFit, I invite you to email me at tyler at rxfit.health where we can discuss your 2020 health goals. Let's do this together.